0: Krypton fans, we have such an exciting episode plan. We have the one and only Sean Sipos in the building, and we have a very exciting surprise guest. You won't want to miss this episode. They are both actors by day and superheroes by night, so stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV super fan discussion. After Buzz TV, and now let the buzz begin.
1: Oh. No, we were waiting. (laughs) Thank you, super engineer in the booth, there. You guys, we are so excited to have
0: this very special guest, Sean Sipos. How are you doing today?
2: I'm fantastic.
1: I'm really happy to be here.
0: (laughs) Well, to start it off, I'm Steph Sabra, and to my left is...
1: I'm having words finding words. I'm having trouble finding words. (laughs) I am... My mind is breaking right now. Hello, my name is Anthony Becerra, and... uh, Wow, what a show we have in store for you. I cannot wait for this.
0: (laughs) First off, Sean, how are you doing today?
1: Thumbs up. (laughs) Two thumbs up. (laughs) Right on.
0: Okay, I can't keep the surprise any longer. We have a very special guest on Skype, thanks to Sean and his Adam Strange powers. Um, Cameron Cuff is with us on Skype live right now. Cameron, how are you doing? Hey, guys, how are you? I'm
3: a little sleepy. It's nighttime in the UK, but I'm glad to be here.
1: Oh my god, thank you so much for uh, powering through your sleepiness. I'm not still just brown. handsome as ever, <laughs> sleepy, you guys
0: both but are just killing putting it. me to shame. <laughs> Absolutely not, you can't have one without the other. I have to power through until the live tweet at 3am, so
3: yeah, this is perfect. That's oh yeah. Right.
0: We look forward to that. You guys, if you don't tune in to the live tweeting of Krypton episodes, you definitely should. He keeps it wild. Um, so just to start it off. Um, first, we'll start with you, Sean, and then Cameron, you can answer the same question. What is it like playing your respective roles? And um, I know Cameron is a huge superhero fan or were you are you the same way?
2: I'm a superhero fan.
0: Awesome. <laughs> I'd
2: say Cam is a is a more um, knowledgeable one than you I can am. Say it. right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, what's it like playing playing my character? You know, to be really honest, I think it's it's the my favorite character that I've had the privilege of playing, or portraying, um, and it's the character that I've connected to the most uh, in my you know in all my time as an actor. Uh, so, I'm very passionate about it, and um, the team that's involved with Krypton is unbelievable. For everything from You know from the guy who sweeps the floor to the costumes to the set design to you know hair and makeup to i mean everyone the acting the you know the writers and showrunner everyone's just unbelievable
0: i feel like that comes off through the screen this show is has had such a great start and there's this real chemistry between all of the actors and the characters, and the way everything is produced is just so well done that I want like everyone to. St- I think people are catching on to how great this show is just from you guys. Um, but I really, I I think the show will blow up the way it should. And so, Cameron, how do you feel? I know you are very you are knowledgeable in the subject, and you're a big Superman fan.
3: Absolutely, yeah. I, I just came back from from buying my copy of Action 1000. Um, oh my a, God! Yeah, Did you see the back <clears> of it? it. It's a huge day for a Superman fan, and and you know what the amazing thing was is that I was I was flipping through it in the comic book shop still, and then I closed it and I saw in the back cover was was an ad for Krypton. Oh and
2: snap. and
3: and the fact that you know this this epic book which has a place in history, the, the fact that they devoted one page to our small part of of the epic mythos of this character. It's such an honor and it really sort of encapsulates the idea that, that I felt it the entire time is that, you know, we are part of something that is incredible, that means so much to millions of people. And, and it's such an honor and, and a privilege to be to be doing this, to be working on this character, but also an honor and privilege for me to be to be working on it with the, with the people we're working with, as Sean said.
0: Yeah. Um, we'll like kind of just to touch on that, if you guys don't know that we are all DC fans celebrating the thousandth issue of Action Com- Comics, eight decades of Superman and the first monthly comic book to hit a thousand issues. And it's wow. the 80th anniversary of the most important comic book in American history, Action Comic number one, featuring our very own Superman. So it is an exciting day, and this is what makes you guys being here even more exciting. Wow so yeah thanks again for joining us to celebrate that um what is did you guys have to prepare how do you prepare to be a superhero i mean it's it's a different role than just like your average human and especially you adam are trying to explain to someone that you know all that's going on without like shoving it in their face like i feel Mm -hmm. like if i was you i'd be so like why are you listening to me
2: Mm mm-hmm um, well, you've got a couple questions there, but so I'll start with the first one. Um, how do you prepare for the role is, is well, you know, for me, I, I was fortunate enough to get sent a, a care package, so to speak, from DC Comics, and they sent me a whole whack of Adam Strange comics, and then I just went through them with, you know, a fine-tooth comb. And I found what I believe to be the through line for Adam. Um, and I focused on that, which was his levity and humor and his sort of Indiana Jones quality and his, his innate goodness, um, as well as his, the depths of his pain uh, and where his motivation to be a hero comes from. Um, and then, of course, as, as Cam will agree with, I'm sure, is uh, you have to hit the gym <laughs> no. because it just, um, I think you have to, a superhero has to be in, in good shape. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah,
3: you, you gotta you gotta prepare for it physically, and also the degree of stunt work and fight work that we have to do. You you, you have to be in a certain shape to to be able to pull that off. Mm-hmm. Um, continuing on from what Sean said, I think I think that's the key. Is that in in a way, yes, these these characters are larger than life, and it is part of mythology. But you gotta prepare for it the same way you you prepare for any other role, and and the key with with these characters. Uh, in, in this world which is larger than life and is is mythological in scale the key is tapping into the humanity of them who are these people when when it really comes down to it um the, the epicness of something like star wars like really you could boil that down into this is a story of a guy trying to figure out who his father is like for seg it, it certainly in season one and also the the arc of the entire show it's a guy who wants to know who he is, what's his place in the world, and that's a very universal theme. These characters sort of belong to everyone. So, as an actor, I think the, the most important thing is uh, breaking it down: is who is this guy, and, and and what is the what is the human there, even even though there are epic epic stakes.
1: Wow, um, I want to backtrack it a bit too. Uh, so, you said that this is one of the characters that you related to the most, and mm-hmm. I want to see. Um, so where do you, like, what part of you was uh, drawn to the character, as in, like, where did you draw that connection from? I mean, there's a lot of connections, um, but I think the
2: main connection is that he felt, I mean, I this may be a little bit dark and, and deep, but um, I think my main connection with Adam is that he kind of felt on his own in, in a lot of respects. Um, and ostracized from his family not that i felt totally ostracized from my family i have a fantastic family um but i think you know with everyone growing up as a kid not getting a sandwich uh made the same as your brother or sister could be a source of of trauma to a degree mm-hmm. depending on how the child um deals with it right. um and so we all have sources of trauma that's a massively minor minor example mm-hmm.
3: um and which related tragedy it's a whole genre
2: yeah <laughs> yeah exactly but you know in terms of, of feeling like you don't quite fit in mm-hmm. i i never really felt like i fit in growing up um you know i've switched around from school to school a couple times uh so you feel a little bit alienated and um like you just don't fit and i think that's how adam felt growing up Um, and, you know, then he gets teleported to Ran, Mm -hmm. and he finds a place that he fits and is looked up to. Um, and I think, I think that being with creative people, and people that are weird, and nerds, uh, makes me feel very at home and accepted. Um, so I think that's, that's where I, what I hook into, and then I'm supported uh, by everyone around me, by Cameron and by Mr. Cameron Welsh and all the other actors and creatives involved. Uh, I think we're all kooky, weird people, and uh, you know, I, I like being around that.
0: I love that. Yeah, that's a great answer. <laughs> <laughs> so, clearly, you guys have a friendship. You were able mm-hmm. to call Cameron up like this. Um, what is it like working together? Because you have a lot of scenes together, which is. You guys, I just love seeing you guys together. I hope we see more of that, but how is that for you?
2: Cam, you want to take that one?
3: Yeah, it's wonderful. It it really is wonderful. Like like what what Sean was saying, that we have this sort of weird sense of humor, I think that's the key on this set is that all all of us in the cast were very different people. We all come from different walks of life, but when it comes down to it, we all this really weird, fun sense of humor. (laughs) And I think the thing is, Richard Donner, when he was making the original Superman way back in the day with Christopher Reeve, an immortal film that, you know, will always, in my heart, be the greatest comic movie of all time. He had a golden rule, and the golden rule was we take the job seriously, but we don't take ourselves seriously. Hmm. And I think that's such an important rule to remember, and I think that especially, like, my working relationship with Sean, it's it's exactly that. Um, I, I love working with Sean because he's a really experienced actor who, who loves the craft of it. We both love films. Like, Cameron Wells, showrunner, sat us down and said, do you guys like Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid? And that's Mm Sean and Mike's favorite film. And
1: Yeah. That's where it all started.
3: Is that that where you got? Oh, sorry. I'll I'll keep going, Cameron. Sorry. So so in terms of like the job, yes, like we talk a lot about our our craft and the scenes and and what's the most we can possibly get out of this scene. How, How can we squeeze every bit of drama or comedy out of it? But the fun is, too, is that there's a lot of interplay and there's a lot of improv and we have a lot of fun sort of you know, going and and messing it up, shaking it up, seeing what we can do, and and especially with this episode coming up, there's a a lot of tomfoolery that that made the cut, um, which I'm happy about.
2: There is, there is. Yeah, but it's about that play, and you know, and there's something uh, in the film and television industry, you have a thing called a chemistry read. Mm -hmm. Uh, We didn't get the benefit of having that. Mm -hmm. Um, But fortunately for us, uh, we have great chemistry, we play extremely well together. And um, and we push each other. We challenge yeah. one another, and so it, we we are constantly adding a rung to that ladder. Um, so it's no, it's there's no one man show. Um, yeah, harder. yeah. So
3: yeah, it's, it's an ensemble show, and I think that the best thing about this ensemble is that it really forces you to up your game as as a person, but also as an actor.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's interesting. You talk about how you um, improv. I was curious about how the lines are written, how you guys. Um, are actually taping it because I love how Krypton is a pretty serious show, but you both bring this comedic st- stance, especially Adam Strange yeah. does when he's trying to drill stuff into Seg's head and mm-hmm. he doesn't want to listen. Um, do is that you improvising off the lines, or how are those lines written for you guys?
2: I, I would love to take all the credit for that, but it's <laughs> really it's it's um, some of it is some of it is me, some of it is Cameron, um, and some of it is the writers. And Cameron Cuff, uh, Cameron Welsh, and I have to give credit to uh, to our showrunner, to Cameron Welsh, because he is really diligent and goes through uh, the cuts and finds those those gems, and is like, we're going to keep that, we're going to put that in there, uh, you know. And I think that I think he's incredibly smart. I think that a lot of the life and the character is in the uh, mistakes, is in the mm-hmm. things that you didn't plan. That's the life. And, you know, we've all done so much work on it that when you, when you have those slips or those, that, those moments of play, I think that they're in the vein of the character. I don't think that anyone's just putting them in for self-serving reasons. Absolutely. Uh, they serve the story. So, you know, I think it's a big credit to him to go through that and be like, nope, I, I like that and we're mm-hmm. going to keep that. Because a lot of people, you know, they get stuck to what they've written and what's been approved and they go, no, 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 we're going to stick to that. Uh, but the smart ones go, listen, we know that you're good at what you do, and we know you put your work in, and, and we believe in the story, and we find gems, and we keep them.
1: And does that, like, uh, entail kind of more of a, not like super lax, but more of a, like, like less pressurized, um, shoot, when, in, when they have that much Yeah, it's much more supportive.
2: It's more supportive. Okay. Nice. You know, it's like, <clears throat> one of the best things that I think you can say to anybody is, is not how to do something. But to go, I'm excited to see what you do every day. Mm. That's that's to me. That's supportive and going. Hey, you're good at what you do, and I can't wait to see what you're gonna do.
0: Mm. I mm. love that. I know it's really great.
2: And and you know, and I gotta I gotta say, every day on set with Cam, I'm excited to see what that motherfucker does. <laughs> Pardon my French. I'm excited to see what he does and what he brings, cause it's spontaneous, mm-hmm. and then it causes me to be spontaneous, um, and it just. It, it starts to become like fireworks where things are just playing <laughs> off one another and dancing. Uh-huh.
3: So, Likewise, yeah. brother. I, I, I think I think that's the thing, though, is like, you know, you're always looking, like we were saying before, you're always looking for the humanity in it. And um, our writers are brilliant. They've written us really wonderful, layered, complex characters. Um, and if, if the humanity is, is comes from, that, it all has to come from the drama and the moment and the stakes. And if something comes to you in that moment and you want to go with it, we have a really wonderful collaborative environment on set where you're safe to do made those choices you know and if you have an idea easily like sean or, or i or george could could go up to a director and say hey i've got this idea Could we just give one take where i do this and if it works great if it doesn't then that's fine we have it in the edit we might want to use it we might not um but it's really wonderful to have that freedom on this and uh it's a it's a real gift yeah yeah
0: that's great you don't hear about that sort of flexible environment in acting a lot a lot of times it's like you said it's so calculated and they want things one way so that's great to hear Um, i did want to ask you guys so i know that some fans were kind of maybe a little bit skeptic about krypton as it doesn't really feature Superman, but the history before it and the reason why we do have a Superman. What do you think is resonating with the fans? Why do you think it's becoming such a loved show? Other than you guys, of course.
2: <laughs> I think because everyone takes great pride in what they do. And yeah. we're telling a compelling story. Uh, and it is modern-day mythology. So I think that people can watch it and, and they can connect with it. And we're also dealing with some social issues. Mm-hmm. Uh that I think that when you're on a different planet uh, it is easier to look at. It's not so people aren't taking offense they're able to see it objectively and go, oh, look at how they get along. look at how this look at how they're able to deal with these issues um and I'm not saying that it's that in any way that the writers or we are doing it in a club you over the head sort of manner um, but they're very aware of what's going on and there's a there's a um there's a social responsibility, I think, when you have a certain platform and you're watching things uh, and kids are watching things um, to give a good example and, and sort of make the world a better place in some way. Leave something better than you found it, you know, which is kind of my definition of progress.
0: Mm-hmm. I love that yeah. and I do love that the show features such important issues that are oftentimes people are scared to touch on. But like you said, it's such an important Platform to show that Cameron do you feel the same way
3: a hundred percent? And and I think that that's what it comes down to is that we feel we're making something that's different We're, we're making a, a real world with shades of gray um, That is grounded in the stakes of these characters who are incredibly complex people that there are no goodies and baddies like no one is is Suiting up and fighting crime and meeting up at the base mm-hmm. and, and beating up this week's villain it's not that kind of show it's there are stakes, there are consequences. Um, even if you win, there's a cost to that. Um, it's, it's very much about who people are as people and the choices you make. And I think when it comes down to it, this is a very different kind of show. And we've gotten to the point with superheroes. We have so many great superhero films and TV shows, but we're getting to a point where we can start to take some narrative risks. We can do things a little differently. And and I think that's what people are responding to. And also to, to respond to what Sean said in the beginning about the pride is that I think people like the show because they can tell that it's made with a lot of love. It's made by a lot of really, really fine artists who know what they're doing as well as well as people who deeply love this universe. I'm a huge fan, Cameron Welsh, our writer is a huge fan, David Goyer, our creator, like he's he's a legend in both comics and on screen. So it's made by people who are really dedicated to to our craft, but also telling the best story we possibly
1: can.
0: Yeah, it really shows. Do you have some did you have something to say?
1: Um, yeah, it's, um, um, I'm gonna take it a little bit away from the show itself, but you mentioned Butch, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, mm-hmm. and is that where it all started for you, uh, Sean, personally, with, uh, like, did you get the acting bug then, or how did that transpire, like, how did that go down? Um, I didn't get the acting bug from it, uh, I didn't
2: see Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid until, geez, until I was, like, at, I think around 24, mm-hmm. um, and I remember seeing it uh, and thinking, "This movie is unbelievable. Like, this is amazing." Um,
3: Some perfect films out there, and it's one of them.
2: Yeah, it's just, it's just a, it's a masterpiece, in my opinion. And it's something that I've maybe watched, and I'm not even kidding. I've probably watched that movie at least thirty times, at least. Wow. Um, you know, I've watched it with the sound on, with the sound off, with you know. Subtitles. I, I really I wish that there was a version of it with um with the director commentary, but um but that's mm, not that's there. The you know. Mm-hmm. Uh I've I just I'm, I'm a huge fan of that movie and as well I'm a fan of the Sting. Um and Cameron has an interesting story. He saw the the Sting first. Didn't you?
3: Yeah, yeah. I, I saw the Sting first when I was a kid. I saw it when I was maybe about twelve. And I thought, surely this is the greatest film ever made. There could be nothing <laughs> better. Um, yeah.
0: I'm so embarrassed oh. I haven't seen either.
1: Oh, you have to watch it. <laughs> I've seen Butch that, but Cassidy. Yeah. Yeah. Look, t-
3: let me tell you, you're in for a treat. Oh. You know, it, that's that's the best way to see these movies. You know, just 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 go in completely blind. Don't look up the trailers or anything like that. Just go in and, and watch because oh. they're wonderful.
0: I'm but excited. I saw
3: Sting when I was 12. And um, I thought, surely this is the, the greatest <laughs> film ever made. And then I shaw- saw Butch Cassidy about five years later and I was like, surely this must be
2: the <laughs> Yeah. I
0: mean,
3: yeah. They're both both remarkable films. Yeah.
0: I love that. Um, while you guys are both here, uh we are we know that this episode, episode five coming, is gonna be so exciting from both of your accounts, I feel like you've given us a little bit of insight that this is gonna the season really progresses a lot in these next few episodes. Can you tell us a little bit about what we can look forward to this episode?
2: Uh, it is definitely not one to miss. That's absolutely not. Yeah, <laughs> you definitely don't want to miss this one. There is a big. Uh... Cam, you're better at this than me. <laughs> I don't know about that, mate. But um, the, the the way that I we, we we all talk
3: about it in private, like amongst the cast, is that this is very much a season of two hearts mm-hmm. and. Episode five is season one, part one, finale. Ooh. Episode oh. six is season one, part two, episode one. Like this is like all of the the storylines that we've got going already. Uh, Lighter's tribunal, uh, the Vexes and their and their plotting, um, Seg being kidnapped by by this splinter group of Black Zero. That all sort of comes to a head, and um, and I, I I've also been saying with Sean as well sort of. One through four, we've sort of we've been laying the pieces on the board. Episode four, the game sort of starts, but episode five wow. we completely flip the table. What? Like we've been saying for a long time this show is you, not the show that you think it is. Can
2: can you see their reactions what? right now? Um, <laughs> no, I can't oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sweating it for me. <laughs> honest. No, but le-
1: do you guys see why
2: why I brought him on this show? <laughs> yeah. This is why.
1: <laughs> 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 oh, okay, so, so so it sounds like it's like it's gonna be the climax to the first part of the first season in a sense. Very much, so. yes, okay. and, and, and leads into what this show really
3: is. I've been saying for a very long time, this show is not what you think it is.
2: Yeah, we it's are
3: bigger and wilder and crazier than you could possibly imagine. And episode five is where you start to see why.
2: Yeah, this if if he's gonna if we're gonna use the chess analogy, a pawn has made it to the end of the board and is about to be queened.
0: Oh, okay. Ooh, right?
2: That. Would you say we're about to get another queen on the board? <laughs> Yo, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm
0: so excited. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm so, hyped.
2: God damn, I wish that I had that one on The Nerdist
1: earlier. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> got You write heard it here first, there. people, on Afterbus TV. <laughs> That's a quote for sure.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: Speaking about your characters in general, though, um We do get really good character development. I feel like this show really specializes on story plot and really building this whole world for us. Are we, especially with Adam Strange, are we going to get... You start... How do you start season one in terms of your development as your own superhero and how will you end this season? With what you can tell us.
2: Yeah, that's a tricky... um...
0: Like what stage are you in in your superhero? Ship? Are you
2: familiar with, with, uh, with the hero's journey? Like Joseph most, Campbell or uh, um,
1: like Star Wars kind of? Yeah, yeah. well, they,
2: so Star Wars is essentially um, crafted like, with right. Joseph Campbell, oh, okay. and the hero's journey, which is the hero, you know, has a call to adventure and then he rejects the call to adventure, and then he responds and then he begins his journey into the dark forest, right. through all the trials and tribulations uh, that test him and cause him to grow. And then eventually uh, culminating in his uh, facing the dragon and beating that beast. Mm -hmm. And becoming the hero and bringing the knowledge of his herodom and all his experience back to the world. Uh, And for Adam, this is the very beginning of that journey. So this is before he is a, a superhero. This is before he's put on that costume. And he is attempting. So he has just responded to the call to adventure and he and with that call if you think about that with that with that acceptance of that call and going into it comes a whole lot of of questions of doubts and also of the other the other one on your shoulder telling you to keep going forward and keep doing keep doing it Um, you know and you also get a helper along the way and you know I believe that that Adam has a few helpers in here, among one of them I believe is uh, is Val mm-hmm. is uh, seg's grandfather, uh, oddly enough and they because they kind of have a, a you know a relationship that has some friction at times but um he really sort of helps to propel him uh, at a point during the season when when those voices are very loud uh, for Adam. Um, so you get to see him go through, start start on the journey through the dark, uh, the dark woods. Uh, that's kind of how I can explain it without giving away yeah. any spoilers.
1: No, that's that's great though, because I was a little slightly confused as to because um, I did a little character corner on on the show, and I I learned about uh, Adam Strange and his uh, his background. And it was that uh, he went to the planet of Ran, I believe. Mm-hmm. So, but I wasn't sure in this canon, like where exactly are we starting off with? Well,
2: him? he's been to he's been to Ran. Okay. Um, and uh, and he has his Zeta Beam. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, he's not, cool. uh, not in the way that you think. Mm-hmm. Um, because in the comics, it, really, it's like he's teleported to Ran, uh, accidentally. Right. Um, and then, or not accidentally, he's. I mean, he co- he stumbles into the Zeta Beam. It's not intentional that they're looking for Adam Strange, but they're looking for someone, mm-hmm. uh, and he gets teleported to Ran, and then he in the comics it's kind of there's a there's sort of a uh, I don't want to say a dark period, but they they sort of glaze over the period of him becoming the hero of Ran, and it's just kind of like okay, cool. He's he gets taught in some in some ways of of uh, you know like. Um, uh, I don't want to say like a martial arts, but like in superhero ways. Mm -hmm. He learns how to handle himself. Right. He learns how to, he learns, he's given weapons. He's, he's, he's enhanced as a, as a human being. His vision gets enhanced. Um,
0: Jedi training. Yeah, kind of Jedi
2: training type of stuff, but it's very glazed over. And then it's sort of, he's the hero of Ran. And this, we're filling in here where, like how he becomes that guy. Um So you really get to see that stuff that that isn't... It's the same with Krypton, you know, in in that sense, that it's not really gone in-depth. And what we're doing is we're exploring what has not been explored, you know?
0: Yeah, I love that. I know, I think that's what's so exciting. All the cast is a young crew where they're just develop. Like you said, it's about the decisions you make and what you choose to do with what you're given, and I think... Lida, Seg, and Adam are all inherently really good, but I love that we get to see their progression as people in their Mm -hmm. own skin and within Krypton. It's really exciting to see. What was your guys' favorite episode to film? Was there one specific episode, and what's your favorite episode to watch?
2: Cam? Uh, Well, I I got a
3: series of them. (laughs) Uh, I'll tell you, the first one was episode five. Mmm. Not, not a word of a lie I think you ask anyone on on our uh, on our cast they would all tell you that that five was a deeply special episode um wow. for me personally I, I think that you know getting into this half of the season we're getting into it like all, <laughs> all the setup is sort of done it's all payoff now um mm-hmm. and I can't, I can't I can't wait for you guys to, to see it and, and respond to it because I think we've held our cards pretty close to our chest, and I, I truly believe people don't know what's
1: coming, but I can't wait for people to see. Wow. And don't forget, everybody, that episode five is going down tonight. Tonight. I cannot Do not miss wait. It. Yeah. We're going to have to wait until Sunday to talk about it, but that's fine. <laughs> um, so I actually want to bring up a nice little fun uh, question from the chat here. It was by uh, Massa Wayne. Uh, that was a name, and this goes for both of you. And it's uh, I want you to really think about this one. So, <laughs> so your favorite uh, DC villain, if you guys have one. What was that comic book I bought you, mate?
2: Which Bel- which hush? Yeah, hush is hush. a great one. Yeah.
3: That's a Sean quite... and I used to go down to a, to a comic book shop in Belfast, and uh, we'd I'd, I was sort of educating him in the ways of the comic book nerd. He's still and educating he... me. <laughs> He's still a long journey, but you're doing well with my young padawan. Yeah.
0: Um, <laughs> <laughs> see,
2: see. <laughs> but,
3: but Hush, yeah, Hush is a fantastic book. Yeah, sorry, I interrupted you. you can no,
2: Hush on. is great. It's like a um, we both talked about. It. It's kind of like a Fincher film in oh. the comic books, right? Okay. Mm. Yeah, very much so. I see that directly from him. Yeah. <laughs> I just it as my own. He said it to me, and I've said it a few times, and they're like, you're really into it. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. And then I just faces. exit. Yeah. I leave it on the good note. <laughs> That's
1: hilarious. That's awesome. Um, also, you did mention um, that Adam Strange does don, or he does have a specific outfit that he suits up in. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if we'll see it this season, but... Is there is there is that like on the horizon for for your character to don the? Uh,
2: I think it's on the horizon, yeah. Mm-hmm. With Finn and yeah. all, um, I mean I don't know. I mean perhaps yeah. I would imagine they would put the fin. Um, yeah. There's a couple different iterations of of his um, costume, but uh, I would think so. Mm-hmm. You know.
3: One of the amazing things about our show is that we have the most incredible costume designers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you see like elements of the Superman suit. Like there's no one necessarily wearing like the, the skin tight, you know, um, the, the skin suit Superman wears. But like the capes and the way that certain things flow and, and um, like a lot of the, the, the military uniforms and stuff like that, you could sort of see influences of that. So I'd be really interested to see them uh, come up with an Adam Strange suit.
2: Yeah, and everything is made, handmade. Like, nothing – we can't go – our costume designer is fantastic, um, Boyana, And uh, she can't go down to a Target or to, you know, <laughs> to a yeah. Macy's or um, – Or the What's the
1: UK version of that? Krypton clothing store. Yeah, to any
2: sort of regular clothing store. Hmm? To yeah, Itasca.
1: TJ
3: Max or Primark.
2: Yeah, I mean, everything has to be handmade. Because we're on Krypton and there is zero Earth influence. I mean – Except for yourself. Except for myself. Yeah. <laughs> but but you know, aliens don't exist according to Krypton law. Mm-hmm. Um so that's 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 heresy. That's like you can die for that. I mean <laughs> mm-hmm. because Seg's grandfather said that there is aliens out there and, and there's one coming to devour Krypton, uh, he was sentenced to death. So uh, there's absolutely everything is is meticulously made. Um, with great care and detail, and I think you know. If, uh, and 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 again, let me say this: there's, there's pretty. Is there there an Easter egg in every episode? Do you think two imagine. different uh, um, iterations of Superman? I know there's some from Man of Steel in the pilot, mm-hmm. and throughout the show, I definitely
3: say so. There's, there's. I mean, we draw influence from so many different corners of the DC universe. Um, I, I haven't actually thought about it on, on an episode by episode scale. Mm-hmm. Um, but absolutely like in episode three, there's there's that moment where Seg is talking with Ona and he says, I promise you I'm I'm gonna do everything I can and he says he says to Kem, if there's a way, I'm gonna find it. That's like the most Superman thing you could possibly say.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: So so even if even if it's not a direct like, oh look, it's you know, it's it's the you know, the Daxamite Warblade, like which which we saw in episode was that two or three, um, you know, even if it's not a very direct thing there, there are very much influences from all sorts of parts of the DC universe. And I'd say, yes, there are. There are in every episode. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It seems like there were, especially the first episode was crazy with oh, Easter yeah, eggs. It was, it was totally yeah. filled. Um, Kind of apart from Krypton universe, what I, I kind of creeped you in a non-creepy way on Instagram and I saw that you're very adventurous. Is mm-hmm. that what else do you do? Is that what you do primarily on when you're not acting?
2: Like yeah, I think it's important to fill yourself with life. Um, you know, I'm representing uh, life, essentially. Every character has to be full. So the more f- the more that you can fill yourself with life uh, and experiences to share, the more full and interesting and things you have to draw from. The less, I don't want to say the less work you have to do, but the greater... Um, the greater, the greater spark you have to share, I think. So I think that's important.
0: Sean is giving us straight fire advice, you guys. <laughs> so I hope you're paying a lot of attention to all the life advice he's provided us today. Cameron, what about you? What do you do on your off time?
3: Uh, uh, I do adventurous. I motorbike and I mountain climb. I certainly don't play my PlayStation 4 and read comics all the time. <laughs>
1: Yeah. That's it's adventure.
2: do you think that we're going to be getting a call from any of our bosses at any point oh you mountain biking <laughs> oh, climbing yeah. mountains mountaineering <laughs> uh, <Yeah>. dirt biking
0: <laughs> yeah they probably keep you guys on lock from that, that yeah. was, i played sports in college and we were not allowed to do anything outside of the sport just in case of injury is that really what hard. do you guys have to sign that kind of stuff
2: no, but I think that there's I, I think that there's a certain um, level of responsibility mm-hmm. when you do these things. But at the same time, you know, do them do them responsibly is what I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, because but, if you even
3: even within the show, like we have an amazing stunt team, and I I personally I like doing as many of my own stunts as possible. Um, I I did ninety eight percent of my stunts, I would say, but there were like two stunts in the show. That they just said we highly recommend that you don't do them, and if they say that, then that's fine because it's not about me or my ego. It's if I hurt myself, production gets shut down for six months, and then a bunch of people might lose their job,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and,
3: and it, it's that sort of thing. It's mm-hmm. like you got to be, you got to be responsible. You got to think about it with your head, and
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I actually wanted to touch on some of the stunts. So, Cameron, we did see you get a. Choked out not too long ago by by uh, what what I call Romniac um, when it was Rom taken over by Brainiac. Indeed, yes. Um, and uh, I just want to know, Sean, do you have any like upcoming stunts where you get down and dirty? Because I know I remember uh, Cameron did uh, punch you in the face. He's punched me a few times. <laughs> <laughs> are you yeah. are you gonna be doing any punching soon? Uh, do I do any punching?
2: Not yet. Oh. <laughs> not not yet. Although I am trained, so. Ooh we hopefully will get into that but um there are some stunts that i do there's some there's a few stunts but i have most of the time it's uh it's the stunt team doing them unless cameron's punching me then him and i just go to work
0: (laughs) 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 then gladly that's funny that's you have to be so patient in that you're the most patient character everyone else kind of jumps the gun seg and Lida, but you're like have to just deal with them not knowing things
2: (laughs) well it's it's i think the big thing is is a matter of going like a you know there's two things one is the warrior's code which is you don't want to act out of emotion Mm -hmm. right you need to stay calm if you're to achieve your objective uh and adam's objective is very clear you know he needs to save superman and if he goes and gets into fisticuffs with Seg and they start throwing bombs at each other, uh, that's, that's just going to create an enemy. And then there's no way that he's going to be able to befriend him. Um, you know, so he has to remain calm. Um, but then through, through the journey that they take, I think they genuinely uh, develop a deep friendship and, and uh, like for one another. Uh, and they work really well, you know, Cam and I continually talk about that they're sort of like Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid and they, <laughs> you know, they're accomplices in what they do. Uh, and they're a great team. So Yeah,
1: Yeah, I gotta it, say, oh, go ahead, Cameron.
3: Yeah, it starts as a sort of begrudging respect. And I think that's the thing is like Seg, you know, as much as Adam is on the hero's journey, Seg sort of looks to him. To, to see what that journey's like, because Seg is a reluctant hero. He doesn't think of himself as the guy. He doesn't think of himself as a leader. Mm-hmm. He just sort of feels that he's a dude, and, and to see Adam, who knows Kal-El, who's met his grandson, mm-hmm. like, that's the thing about Adam, is that he's the only one who knows. He's been there, he's seen the future, he's friends with the guy. Like, that's the power of Superman, is that you see how much he's affected someone's life, even though he's not around. And and for for Seg to see that to see that on Adam is immensely inspiring, even though he might not necessarily want to admit it.
2: Yeah, and as well that that the you know the L family has been cast into shame, and yeah. to then say no no your grandson is the greatest uh, hero ever. Yeah. So that is your family is not a source of shame by any means. Mm. Your family is the greatest saving grace <laughs> in all of the universe yeah yeah as long as I don't
3: make a mess of things <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah I didn't I did want to just like uh say that I appreciate watching you guys work on the show and and your characters because like you have such a cool dichotomy where it's like you're so level-headed where you're able to think things through and kind of um be very suave as to like how you approach things while um uh, while uh, Seg is a little more hot-headed, and he does go with that emotion as well. Mm-hmm. And I believe, yeah. like, the, as more as a, we've been seeing the story progress, you guys kind of sort of balance each other out. And then I'm, I'm starting to see that you guys are going to be, like, the, the dynamic duo of this show, and it's going to be so awesome to see. Mm-hmm. And um, and that's cool, because personally, I relate more to Adam Strange, because I'm also more like that. I kind of take a breather, and I'm more ca- calculated as to, like, how I approach things. Like, just how, like, you brought up two Seg as in, like, you know get access to those data banks and maybe we can find some uh proof of of Brainiac and then from there if there's no proof you can go and hit an off uh off um the, the the counselor i forgot his name um Darren, Darren, yeah. Yeah, Darren yeah. Vex. yeah Darren and i was just i just thought that was so brilliant cuz like like that, that's just like a smart it's uh, it's like you're playing to his logical side although he's very mm-hmm. emotional and yeah. The, yeah. yeah so it's really yeah, it's,
3: like it used to it used to when i was reading the scripts i was like god like uh, it used to frustrate me that Seg would be so rash. And I was thinking more like, <laughs> he surely couldn't Fair. be that kind of guy. And I thought, wait, he is. He's deeply angry and deeply hurt. And as a human, he's been robbed of, of so much of his family, of his history, of his personality. Mm-hmm. Um, and and he, he's looking for pl- things to, to sort of fill that emptiness. And it, in, in many ways, it's his, his relationship and his friendship with Adam that sort of brings him back on an even keel. Mm
1: -hmm. yeah because um uh, yeah that's a great point because yeah you were robbed from so much like you you should have had a life of in a sense of luxury but it was robbed but also like how you portray your character you're not like super bitter about it which is something that i appreciate because it feels like although you were robbed you're still able to appreciate your surroundings and you find comfort in your friends such as kem and now especially adam so i thought that's like really special
3: it is and the thing is like yeah he, he isn't bitter about it but that hurt and that pain comes, like when um, Leiter has is, is been sentenced to death and he's thinking I'll, I'll, I'll give Ron to the council, like a complete panic move, that's mm-hmm. where that hurt comes out. He's thinking I can't lose anyone else. I need to do anything that I possibly can to make sure that I don't lose this person. That's where the hurt is. That's where it really lies. Um, and, and as far as Kem, like Kem is for all intents and purposes Seg's brother. You know, he's the last member of Seg's family um, you know, Seg and Candor, sort of, they're everything to each other, um, and, and the fact that Adam is sort of coming in on that relationship that's years long, there's, there's a wonderful sort of interplay there, like, where, yes, at times we are in Adam's world and we're dealing with Brainiac and these things that are immensely foreign to us, but there are times where, guess what, mate, we're in Candor now. <laughs> this is our world.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and there's a wonderful uh, play that happens with with Cam and with Adam as well, because I think there's a a tinge of competition over Seg's, you know, attention. Mm. You know? Nice. Cam, from a a standpoint of, hey, this is my best friend, Mm -hmm. and who is this guy that's coming in here? (laughs) And then Adam going, I need uh, Seg's attention. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, bad things are going to happen. And so there's a bit of that, there's that interplay that happens.
0: That yeah. is an interesting point. We are running out of time, but before we wrap things up, we do have a special giveaway that Anthony can bring up for us. Yeah, I'll take
1: over from here. So, yeah, so pretty much I had the idea. I was like, oh, I'm um, strange. We're going to have him on. I was like, oh, cool. i uh, Detroit. I'm, yeah, from Detroit, the planet mm-hmm. Detroit. <laughs> so I went out and I actually bought this hat. And so I try to get us as, uh, as close to the show as possible. So it's even nice and flimsy. That's, like how That looks. looks like the one on the right? show. That definitely looks like the <laughs> one on the you, show. Amazon. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Um, and actually, um, I was hoping if you could sign it. Yeah, I can absolutely. Be awesome. So you're going to sign this it on This uh Jeff Johns would be incredibly happy about this. <laughs> there you go. And then so pretty much uh, this hat will be given away to our fans. So it's going to be for a giveaway. So uh, how do you enter your, this giveaway? Um, so it's going to be up for about a week. So just uh, comments on this video below. And what I want you to comment about is about how much you love Adam Strange and also SAG-L on Krypton and also how much you love the show in general. And we'll be reading all those comments. Ooh, look at that. Real quick. Ooh, nice signature, by the way. That's great. Um, unfortunately, Cameron, you're not here, but that's okay. Just right, write, and his mate, Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> work. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. So, just going back. So, yeah. Comment and rate on this, uh, uh, on this video. And so, next week, we'll announce, we'll, we'll read through everything. We'll announce the winner. And then, uh, we'll have an email in the description for you to uh, email, email us your information. And we'll be shipping that to you in the, the coming weeks. So yeah. So as just for right now, what you have to do is just comment down below how much you love Adam Strange, or how much you love uh, how much you love Seg L, or how much you love Krypton in general. And uh, all so three. this this is a collectible collect collectible for a super fan. <laughs> so you got to show us your super fandom, guys. And thank you so much for signing that. Really appreciate it. Yeah.
2: Should we should we have Cameron answer this question? I don't think we ever really answered it. Who's your favorite DC villain?
1: Oh yeah. Oh, he did say Hush, or... No, that's that's
2: just the comic.
1: Hush is oh, awesome. Look. I love Jason
3: Todd. I love Lex Luthor. Okay. Live Wire. Like, the, the, the Superman animated series is one of my favorites growing up. I love Live Wire. Ooh. But I, I could be here all night talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, all
2: right. Yeah. I'm going to go with... I, I think The Joker. Yeah. Ooh. You know, that one's a pretty good... You know, there's sort of... There, In a way, there's like... I want to say there's an altruistic because it really is just anarchy but mm-hmm. there's he has a sort of a, a principle about him yeah that makes him really
1: quite frightening yeah mm. that's
0: sociopathicness. that's
1: personally <laughs> what like attracts me, attracts me to him in a sense where like he's able to see kind of through all like the facade of society and what we really are as people in a sense but it is a dark side of it but it's also in order to have like what we are in general you can't ignore the darkness of humanity mm. in order to enjoy the lightness of it because if you know how bad it is, you can appreciate how great things are. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. that's why, why I personally, I, I like the Joker as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think one of the most compelling thing about Superman's relationships
3: with his villains is that he's always trying to save them. Yeah. yeah. That's that's one of his great tragedies, you know, like him and Lex Luthor, for example, in All-Star Superman, he's like, like all these things that you, you could do such great things for humanity if you just, cared, you know, it, it's such a, a tragic relationship there, like, I think Smallville did it really well, you know, beautiful tragic relationship they did in that show
0: mm-hmm. And fun fact, Sean was on Smallville
3: oh, What? Know. Yeah, it was for an you episode You
0: didn't know that? Oh! No. Look at him. Oh, look at his face! Yeah, yeah, yeah. We no. got him gasping. Yes. <laughs> no, bro. You
2: don't. You don't want to watch it. You don't want to watch it's it. It's just a fun
0: little thing. But anyways, before we wrap up, where can we find you guys both on social media? You guys shout them out for the time that they spent with us, all the great life advice Sean and Dude, Cameron gave philosophy. us today. Yeah, spin it awesome. some knowledge.
2: Uh, you can find me on Instagram at sean underscore And on Twitter at SCPOS.
0: SCPOS. Nailed it.
3: (laughs) Right on. Cameron? For me, both Twitter and Instagram, it's at the Cameron Cuff. The Cameron Cuff. Follow along for the live tweets tonight. It's going to be good fun. Oh, right Krypton
2: on. sci-fi
0: and Krypton at Krypton Sci-Fi because I'm sure yeah. they and sci-fi in general they they want to and should hear about how great the show is, how yep. great their actors are. So give them some love.
2: Yeah, and let's not forget also, about also, at DC. Just, just
3: so you know, if you can't watch the show live yeah. tonight, be careful on the internet. Be careful on
2: social media.
1: Yes. Yeah. So they definitely don't want to. They want this episode to be spoiled.
2: I would if you can't watch it, I would DVR it. Uh, And if you can't DVR it, I would get online to sci-fi.com and then watch the episode before going on Twitter. Uh, Myself, Cameron, um, I will be with the writer and director of the episode tonight. Cam, we we wish you were there. Uh, And we'll be all live tweeting. I'm sure that uh, Wallace will be doing it as well. Uh, I believe probably Anne is coming Mm -hmm. on and, and obviously Cam Welsh. Okay. Uh, we awesome. all and Damn. and David. I'm, it's like a Super I'm just Bowl party of Krypton. people. Yeah. <laughs> yes. David Francis will be doing it as well. Uh, we'll all be oh, live it. tweeting. It's it's a great party. Oh. Yes. Great party for a great. So day. stay off social media if you miss it. Yeah, okay. but you should really
0: shouldn't miss it, you guys. Seriously. Yeah. Why would you miss it? Come on. <laughs> so all where right. can we find you, Anthony?
1: Uh, in this in, in the sky because I fly. No, oh, no I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, you can find me everywhere at Anthony Becerra. Oh uh, uh, well, no wait, that's my name. My name's Anthony Becerra, but you can find me everywhere at Tony B. Tony underscore. Again, it's just Tony B. The letter B. Tony underscore.
0: And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Stephsibraw. You guys do not miss the episode tonight on Sci-Fi episode five of Krypton. Thank you guys so much for joining yes, thank us. You. We love, really we appreciate it. and love your time. And we will see you this Sunday after buzzers at 4 p.m. to debrief episode five. So you won't want to miss that either. And we will see you next on Sunday. Yeah, it's gonna Bye. be a big one.
1: Peace out.